0: If you're trying to make any kind of meaningful, effective change in your life, well, you have come to the right place because that is what my expert guests and I are here to help you do. Welcome to We're Talking Shift. This is the podcast where all we do is talk shift because when we're stuck and need to rise to a challenge, make a health shift a relationship or an emotional shift? Well, the first thing we have to shift, my friends, is our thinking. That is the antidote to feeling stuck. I'm Lori Bischoff, and I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get busy. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Welcome back. It's been a minute. Um, It was... uh, it was one of those uh, days back in June where I just sort of spontaneously decided to take a little summer break. Um, I believe June 16th was the last podcast episode that I did. So uh, it kind of stretched out into August. It wasn't my intention, but that's just the way it went. Uh, it, it wasn't really a, a plan. I, I just kind of did it. Uh, some things came up with, uh, lots of guests. Um, some of them intended and some, uh, were more spontaneous. So there was a lot of, a lot of people coming through and visiting, and there was a lot of work, of course, but I, um, I had the luxury and the freedom to, to choose one or the other, or try to do both. I, and, and as I was getting closer to, okay, it's time to start recording, I was starting to feel the pressure and I knew I had to make a choice. There was just so much going on. So uh, I could either I could either be present with all of my guests and enjoy the opportunity that that affords to visit with people that you love and care about, um, or I could juggle my time and, um, you know, neither, probably neither my work or my guests would have gotten the best of me. And I I probably would have prevented myself from having the best experience with them. So I asked myself, um, could I be, could I be present enough, um, and not think about work commitments with while I was trying to visit and entertain, and and could I be in the right frame of mind and devote the the necessary time for work and not feel guilty about minimizing time with friends and family? Um, the answer was no, not really, not really to either one of those questions. So something had to give. I had to make a shift, and uh, and 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 first I I made it in my mind. As you know, it's always about shifting first up here. So I. I asked myself some quality questions, like the ones that I just mentioned. Um, and I thought through my priorities, like what in the present moment, as well as the big scheme of things, what really is the most important thing to me? Um, so I I put a few things on the back burner, podcasting being one of them. And I thoroughly enjoyed our, our summer of at our revolving door of company and guests and all the friends and family that came through and and it was really, really good. Um, so anyway, everything was perfect and now uh, here we are back again and um, here's what's up for me right now. Today actually, which is August 3rd while we're we're recording this podcast is my 37th wedding anniversary. Yes, with the love of my life, Mr. Eric Bischoff. So today um, we're working because let's be real, we've
1: Happy
0: had. Happy anniversary! <laughs> Hi, yay! You did make it. I made it. Come on, squish in.
1: I'm squishing. <laughs> let's squish, baby.
0: <laughs> so, so I was, I was saying, um, let's uh, let's be real. We've had, we've had thirty six of these uh, anniversaries. So. Today's a work day and and we're going to be just kind of working, but we're going to celebrate in a couple of days and we're going to go to Nashville for for a few days and take some time off and have some fun there and celebrate number 37.
1: Why isn't christy moving
0: christy isn't that a a a really super
1: cute picture of her she knows how to hold a look she
0: is she's (laughs) gonna be the mystical voice behind the curtain today she's she's incognito but she's there lurking (laughs) she she may you you guys are just absolutely too cute and let me say on behalf of all of your listeners happy anniversary thank you thank you my dear thank you so
1: oh she said all of your listeners not all of mine
0: (laughs) well hopefully hopefully there's some crossover there i don't know we'll see but i figured it would be a perfect time given that it's been 37 years of marriage and a couple of years together before then so we're going those are fun years too by the way i know i know we're (laughs) we're closing in on four decades that's that's not bad but that's good that's good just just don't don't get all don't twisty. Think of it
1: like half a century?
0: Yes, don't think of it like that. <laughs> but don't get all twisty about it. It's a good thing, especially in this day and age, because, you know, not many people make it that long anymore. But uh, I figured it would be fun to share a few more relationship tips. Uh, I've shared a few in the past, and later on, I'll remind you of what episodes they are in case you want to go back and get a little more detail on them. But I figured I'd just run through a few of my favorites today. Some of them are obvious, but some of them I think get by people. And I think that they are there's something that I've tried to focus on and always keep in mind. And I actually haven't even shown this list to Eric. So he you know, you know I'm
1: looking at it. I'm
0: so like, he's like, Whoa.
1: Am I gonna talk about all this
0: stuff? You don't have to talk about any of it. Okay. Good. I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna just like talk about I'm going to talk about a couple. And, and if you have a, an opinion that you want to share, you don't have to stay for all of them. But if you have an opinion, you want to share about one or two or whatever, uh, I'm sure that everyone would be eager to hear it.
1: All right. Let's <laughs> so, we'll see how it goes. <laughs>
0: all right. So number one, and I've talked about this before, it's so important, is fanship. I just think that it's super critically important that you are your partner's biggest fan. Um, I think that cheering your partner on uh, with whatever it is that lights them up personally, professionally, um, helping them uh, just rise to their full potential is something that a lot of people, it gets lost. It gets lost because p- people get afraid of change when they see their partner starting to to grow and maybe shift a little bit. And to a lot of people, that that represents um, change, and that's scary for people. So sometimes they lose sight of that. If they can be their partner's biggest fan and cheer them on, it actually can bring them even closer together, and uh, and it and it promotes a lot of trust. You're you're showing that you support the things that are important to your partner
1: well there was a long period of time when you were not only my biggest fan; i think you were my only one uh, <laughs> other than our kids of course not true so, yeah that's so that's a big <laughs> one <laughs>
0: wow well, that's yeah i'm always your biggest fan so focus number two focus uh that is something that I think also you start out together in a relationship or your marriage and, and you've got, you know, the same focus and you've got your, your initial dreams and goals. And then, um, and then somehow, as as you get busy with things and and you get after the tasks uh, at hand, um, sometimes it's easy to lose focus. And I think that the whole idea of being in a marriage or a relationship, a committed relationship with somebody, is that you want to do life together. That's that's the thing. You you are really enjoying what you're doing with this particular person, and you and you want to have a really good time. Doing life and and trying to be you know the best expression of yourself and go after what is important to you. You want to do that with a partner by your side. So, um, but but keeping the relationship as a priority and staying focused on what it is you're trying to do together and why requires that you don't lose you you don't lose sight of those things um does that make sense to you focus yeah and i think
1: along with focus though i would i would i would probably say focus slash patience Mm -hmm. because depending on situations there's been times when you had to be more focused on me and my needs Mm -hmm. because of what i was you know involved with at that time and the amount of time it took away from what would otherwise be a 50 50 kind of proposition. Um, and then as soon as that situation changed and it took a while, I had to be patient enough to allow you the time once we had that time to explore those things and determine what you wanted to focus on so that I could help you focus on them Yeah. or focus on supporting you focus on them, but whatever. So you got to balance because I think of two people are just, I'm focused on me and I'm focused on this and yes, we're focused on this together. You just gotta be patient and flexible.
0: Totally. And that's a really good point because um, sometimes when when you don't have that patience uh, and that ability to be fluid with who's um, who needs the most focus at any given time, because sometimes things happen and uh, there's a, a shift of balance that occurs. Um, so I think you have to not keep score. You have to not be that kind of person that says, "Oh, but all of all of our time and energy and focus is all on your stuff right now." Because there's likely going to come a time when that's going to shift, and the other person is going to need that. So, you know, you 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 start out together, and and you're kind of even, steven And then somebody needs more, and then you catch up, and then the other person might need more. And that's kind of just the natural ebb and flow of everyone's personal journey and growth. So yes, being patient with that and not being somebody that is keeping score is really important. And
1: maybe maybe another way of looking at, at that is keeping focus on the end result, mm-hmm. as opposed to the process, because the process has to remain fluid. But if you're patient and you're keeping your focus on the end result, which is a great happy marriage and all the things that come with that, if that's the focus, then you kind of automatically ebb and flow with the challenges. But if you're only focused on the things that make you satisfied, and you're not willing to ebb and flow, Mm -hmm. eh, could could, Mm.
0: could, trouble could
1: be trouble. Could be not necessarily, but maybe.
0: Or it could just be really bumpy and uncomfortable, uh, unnecessarily. Yeah, could just suck. Yeah, could just suck. (laughs) It happens. (laughs) Anyway, good one. Okay, moving on. (laughs) I like this word, and I think it's important, fascination. I think that when a relationship is new, there's that fascination that you have with this new person in your life and the the new relationship and everything that that other person says and does is just amazing. and, And you kind of get infatuated with it. And that is one of those things that is easy for it's easy for that to get tarnished uh, as you move forward, and you have responsibilities, and and everybody's got their challenges, and all the stuff you go through, and familiarity just comes in. And I think that I think that um, it's important to remind yourself to look at your partner with that same sense of fascination that you had when you first met. Um, you know, and and you can do that by simply deciding to do that you can you can be aware of what they are what they're doing what's interesting what about them um do you do you love what about them do you find fascinating what being aware of what they do for you um i just think admiring them for what they have brought into your life helps nurture that sense of fascination and keeping things in well, not to sound overly dramatic, but almost remain helping to keep that mystical quality in your relationship,
1: and the sex stays better too <laughs> because it's all frame of mind. Yeah, you know, it's it's frame of mind, and it's easy. Um, I think for some people to, uh, well, you take things for granted. Yeah, it's there. Your relationship is there, your friendship is there, your communication is there, and all of a sudden you just expect it to always be there. And I think once you get to that point of expecting things, you've lost the fascination and the newness mm-hmm. and the perspective of newness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, a lot of other things kind of deteriorate along mm-hmm. with that. Right. And intimacy is one of them.
0: Intimacy, definitely. That's good, you have to have that if you want to have If you want your relationship to to still keep all of those wonderful facets that made it wonderful for you in the beginning, that's definitely part of it. Good point.
1: I'm rocking this.
0: You are. I know,
1: right? This is awesome. (laughs) Christy, I'm going to give up my wrestling podcast and just jump on one of these.
0: (laughs) Oh, I think the two of you together would go over very well. Well, we'll see. We'll find out.
1: <laughs> yeah. All my fans are going, oh, God, not him again. Oh.
0: Everywhere we look, there he is.
1: Yak yak, 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 yak.
0: All right, moving on. Number four. Okay, this is obvious, but it's amazing um, how it gets lost, is you have to have fun with your partner. I cannot tell you how many couples have worked with or or half of the couple and and they're just they're not having any fun together everything uh, yeah, is stress
1: and work and, and how many of our friends
0: yeah, yeah and people we're not we gonna know. name you by the way no. but
1: you all know there's a pile of you out there <laughs>
0: you know who you are they're not having any fun anymore and i mean it's just just like that's a no-brainer you 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 really need to be able to laugh with with your with your partner Um, laughing and having fun is really essential to a healthy relationship Um, you need to be able to laugh at yourself you need to be able to poke fun at each other in a in a good-natured way you know not not in not humiliating or ridiculing but you have to be able to have fun with each other and do things together that you both enjoy Um, but laughing and having fun i think is really essential so
1: how do you How do you wake up one day and say, you know what? We're not having any more fun together. So we're going to have fun together, damn it.
0: Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Is that the question? Yeah.
1: I mean, it's one thing to say, oh, we're not having fun together. Yeah. How do you fix that shit?
0: Yeah. Well, somebody has to step up. And a lot of times what happens in relationships is one or both partners are thinking that, and they want the other one to do, to be proactive. They want the other one to... Uh, bring it up or make a plan or take the action step. And I think that when you decide that, you know what, something's missing and I think that this might be what it is or part of what it is. So I am going to take the initiative because it's important to me, we're important to me. I'll take the initiative and I'll step up and I'll take some action. I'll bring it up, I'll make some suggestions, I'll make a plan.
1: And then from a real perspective, and in, in, in the execution of that, figure out something that you both enjoy, mm-hmm. not that one of you enjoy. So let's say, I know you like to dance and I'm not not, not interested at all. But, but like if we were, because we can have fun other Jeez. ways and we do other things. But if that was like, oh, she wants to go dancing. I really don't, but we need to have some fun. Well, then I got to just fix my own shit. I just it may be not be something I want to do, but if we need to go have some fun, maybe I just got to go try something I wouldn't normally try, mm. and be willing. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. So don't, even, don't even, don't, so even don't, don't even, don't even, don't even. So glad you reminded me of that. Don't e- hey, Christy, burn this after you post it, please. I don't want any record of this. Too
0: late. But, oh no that that clip's going out wide.
1: Yeah, but same thing. You know, you just you got to make a commitment, and sometimes that commitment is kind of fixing yourself, fixing your own attitude about something, compromising, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and just, and then once you make that decision, be open-minded enough to allow yourself to have fun and not feel like you're doing a job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a great point. And yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. I mean, cause when we met, we went out dancing all the time. And- There was a reason for that. <laughs> there's a reason for it now, I know, baby. <laughs> Made, yeah. made the reason might be different
1: the meeting ritual <laughs> yeah.
0: but there's still a compelling reason but anyway um yes so that's a good point get just get over yourself and think about um how you can how you can do something that's really important for your partner yeah and,
1: even if it's like going to a rodeo
0: which i do at least once every freaking summer i go to the rodeo All i right. love the rodeo but I, you know, I've seen it <laughs> lots of times. Okay. So moving on, <laughs> friendship. We, we
1: digress.
0: We <laughs> <Me> do. <too. laughs> okay. So that, yes, that, that takes us um, neatly into friendship. Obviously you should be able to think of your partner slash spouse as a best friend. I mean, that that requires some of the things that are obvious with any good, solid relationship. I mean, it requires trust and it requires support and honesty and all those things that everybody knows they're common sense. But I think a lot of times, uh, again, people uh, forget that their partner should be, should be also one of their, be- if not their best friend, they should be up there at the top of the list as one of their closest, dearest, most trustworthy best friends if you don't feel like you can have that um element of trust the way you would with a best friend with your partner then mm, there's maybe something that you need to talk about um anyway so friendship i think is important and that that um kind of also leads back to doing some things together finding the things that i was you just in gonna common. say
1: one those mm-hmm. two those two are kind yeah. of symbiotic in the sense yeah. that if you've got one the other one's easy if you don't have either one, if you don't feel like they're your best friend, yeah. a good chance you're not going to have any fun together and vice versa. So, you know, those two F's go together. <laughs> nice fun and friendship.
0: Yes. All right. And I think the big one, too, that's very important is forgiveness. Because, you know, let's, <laughs> let's get real. Everybody's going to screw up at some point. Everybody's going to make a mistake. Um, what are you shaking? I can, you know I can see you. Right? Oh, uh, shit.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that part.
0: <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? No, forget. No, you don't screw up. No, what? No, but no. <laughs> nope, he's been perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, haven't we all? So you gotta, you gotta, you've gotta be able to apologize you've got to be able to own your shit. you've got to be able to make amends and you have to be able to forgive each other and move on obviously the the nature of what needs to be forgiven you know factors into this and and we don't need to get into all of that but the overall point here is if every time somebody screws up makes a mistake does something says something they regret if you can't work through it forgive and get past it
1: forgive and forget Mm -hmm. yeah kind of like don't keep score yeah this is the fifth time in a row you've screwed this up
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: i've only screwed up once
0: right come on but you do it all the time so that's yeah it's not working the balance is off
1: um i have a hard time with that one
0: well you know forgiveness
1: (laughs) is like one of my i haven't cleared that hurdle yet i'm not good at that
0: Oh, is there something we need to talk no, about?
1: No, 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 But it's, even when I know I emotionally forgive someone, it's hard mm, for me to, yeah. I, for, for, the words sometimes don't come out as easily as they should. Yeah, yeah. As quickly as they but
0: should. But you've gotten, you've gotten a lot better at that.
1: didn't say I'm not making progress, but I'm still not <laughs> real good at it.
0: Yeah, you know what I've learned because I, I feel like I feel like I probably used to be like that in my in my youth. But what I've learned is that um, when when you don't forgive, when I don't forgive, and r- t- like a hundred percent, then. Um, it's a hindrance to i suffer yeah because it's always it. lurking there somewhere
1: carrying it yeah it's negative
0: yeah and and you know you if you can't even though you maybe the words come out like you say and but not you haven't really a hundred percent that it it means um you haven't really there's something you're still holding against your partner there's something um, that you haven't truly forgiven them for some aspect. If it's not 100%, it's just not forgiveness. And that doesn't mean that forgiveness isn't a process. Sometimes you can't just flip a switch and go, okay, I'm good, I I, I forgive, I'm all, you know. Sometimes that takes a while, and it's a process of, you know, working through things and healing and all the stuff that can go on with that, depending on, you know, what the infraction is, But, <laughs> but, once you feel like you've got there it needs to be a hundred percent or you haven't really gotten there um and the other thing about that is you know if you're part uh, one of the people in the relationship that keeps making the same mistake over and over and over know that apologizing and being forgiven it doesn't automatically ensure that your relationship will continue so um If you're the one that is constantly needing the forgiveness, and if it's for doing the same stupid shit over and over that's hurting your partner, then you need to take stock. And when you apologize, that needs to include, I'm sorry, and I will no longer fill in the blank. I'm sorry, I will start Fill in the blank. Uh, you know what are you apologizing for, and how is the behavior going to change so you don't keep repeating stuff that you need to be forgiven. for?
1: Accountability to go hand in hand. Yeah, thank
0: you. So um, you just you, you got to get there. You got to get there 100, or uh, or everybody's going to suffer. All right. So those are just like a few. Some of them obvious. Some of them maybe not so obvious. A few things that I think um, have helped us. It helped me anyway, to stay focused and, um, to just feel like we have a solid, healthy, ever evolving relationship and marriage.
1: Can we put the forgiveness thing to the test right now?
0: Do you have to go? Is yeah, that what you this is? Me for I'll forgive now. you for leaving. You can bail. Bye, Happy, awesome. anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Happy <laughs> anniversary. Good one, Eric. <laughs> Bye babe. Thank you. <laughs> Awesome. Uh so, that was fun. I really liked that. He's good, isn't he? I think so. He think is so. fantastic, Lori, and when we can hear the two of you together, it just is so obvious why it's worked for so long. Um, you know, and he clearly credits you quite a bit with that. Well, he does, and and that's awesome, but it it takes two. Uh he's he's got a lot of amazingness going on there too. So, it takes two. I've I've completely, I have grown and evolved as as a person. Leaps and bounds since I have been in a relationship with that person more than more than anyone else in my entire life. So, uh, I give him a lot of credit too for just the person I've become. Anyway, all right. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, aw, okay. So enough of the mush. Um. A couple of things I'm just gonna cap this off with, itch, which is a couple of things you should never say, ever say to your partner or your spouse. Uh, one of them is you should never ever say F you. It's just such, I don't care how angry you are, how badly they've screwed up, you should never say that to the person that, Um, you are supposedly in a long-term committed relationship with that you love. Uh, I think it's just such a blatant way of devaluing your partner. So no matter how angry uh, or what the fight is, I would caution you to never let those words pass your lips directed at your partner. Uh, Another thing I think that is super common is saying, whatever, and I mean, not whatever like, do you want to go to this place for dinner or that place for dinner? And your partner says, "Ah, oh, whatever, meaning you choose, I don't really care, that's okay. But I'm talking about the whatever when there's maybe a disagreement and the um, and somebody says, oh, whatever, whatever. That, that kind of whatever is code for I don't give a fuck or you're full of shit um, and it shows, a huge lack of respect. So I think that whatever is a phrase that uh, a lot of people overuse. And I think it's um, it really discounts whoever it's being aimed at. And I think it's just rude. So that's one. Uh, Clearly, you should never tell your partner to shut up unless it's in the context of everyone is laughing hysterically and they're cracking a joke and you're like, shut up. That's funny. Not shut up like shut your pie hole not that there's a difference again oh my god such a blatant lack of respect and and it shows that you have a um a real inability to communicate in a mature way so there's that and of course the other one is name calling don't call your partner names it's a form of attack so you know, attacking each other um, via any of those things that I just said you should never do or say is um, only going to make you grow further apart and breed resentment and breed distrust. So, the moral of those stories are if you would not say it to someone that you have great respect for, somebody that you admire highly, somebody that you revere, then don't say it to your partner, your spouse. You know, the thing is, whatever it is that you want to keep in your life, be it good health, um, financial security, or your relationships, they cannot be. Neglected, they cannot be treated with disrespect and they cannot be abused. They have to grow. And this requires positive attention and respect and nurturing. When you neglect something that is important to you, like your relationship or your health or your financial well being, then you starve it out. Uh, when you display uh, disrespect, then you reveal your immaturity, and you create resentment. And when you are abusive, you destroy. So beware of those uh, of those things. If you're someone that is doing them in the relationship, or if you're on the receiving end of that, because um, it, that means it's time for a serious discussion, and perhaps a new course of action should be agreed upon. All right, I take um, deeper dives into some of these tips and a bunch others on several of the past episodes. So if this is something that you are really interested in you and, and you're trying to up level some aspects of your relationship, you can check out episodes 40, 42, 44, 46. 49, 52, 54, 55, and 61. So I've talked about it a lot before. Um, And several of those are about some other things that we didn't even touch on today. So they're really good. And of course, if you are really into the forgiveness aspect, um, check out episode 86, where we talk about that in the right way and the wrong way to apologize. Very important in a relationship. So. All right. What's next? Well, I am still not quite back to a regular schedule yet, but, uh, but I am coming back. Um, we'll get back on track later this month and um, we're going to have some more good shifts and some great guests. And I think you're really going to love them. Um, Dr. Cassie Huckabee is one of them. She is a She is a naturopathic physician and the founder of Grit Natural Medicine. Uh, Dr. Huckabee's medicine weaves together the modern world of quantum medicine with the unchangeable truths held in ancient wisdom. She is... Freaking amazing, you guys. And if you're not already familiar with her, I think you um definitely don't want to miss that one coming up later this month. Uh it looks like we're gonna have Alex Zek on as well. He is an outspoken voice for health freedom and co-founder of the nonprofit organization Health Freedom for Humanity, um, which unites people from all walks of life under the common purpose of reclaiming and defending health freedom. And I am all about that. So I'm really looking forward to having a conversation with him and it looks like we also are going to have dream expert and author Kelly Sullivan Walden on as well. She's going to explain how to decode and interpret dreams and how to use them to problem solve and a bunch of other good stuff. So those are just a few coming up. More are stacking up for the rest of the season. So I hope that you will uh, tune back in. We'll be up and running again soon. and. and that's a wrap, you guys. So thank you all for hanging out with me and Eric today. That was really fun. I'm gonna have to see if I can get him to do that again. Um, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. But meanwhile, if you would like to up-level your relationship with your special person um, or your marriage or your health. Uh, you can find out what private coaching with me is all about on my website. Just head over to LaurieBischoff.com. Oh, and I got a new website up too, like um, about a month ago or a few weeks ago. So check it out and let me know what you think. All right then, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Uh, we'd love a rating. That would be amazing. And your ratings and reviews, do really help inspire other people to check out all the good shift that we are sharing here. So please head on over and just take a minute to do that. I would really appreciate it. Until next week, stay feisty, my friends. Stay focused. And hey, go make some epic shift happen in your lives. You too, Mr. Gary V.